Hello, hello, hello. I am really excited for today's podcast because we're going to be talking all about creativity, why we need to create ourselves, and why we need art and how this helps us in so many profound ways and how we are all creative and how creativity is not anything specific. It's not drawing, it's not acting, it's not music. It is a way of thinking, a way of being. And yes, it can transform into all of those things, but we are all creative and we don't necessarily need to be talented in any of these specific things to use our creativity and to fuel and develop a creative way of thinking and a creative way of being. And why this step is so fucking crucial to um, our just general well-being. Alright, so let's get into it. Hi, my name is Heather and this is Sim. S-Y-M. Sim is a prefix that is derived from a Greek word that means together or with. And in this podcast, we are exploring concepts of self-actualization, depth psychology, and spirituality together or with each other. Enjoy. So with my patterning and with where I'm at right now, (laughs) I am quite good at feeling my feelings and I'm quite good at mentally processing those feelings. In fact, I have a whole podcast (laughs) dedicated to mentally processing these feelings. Like I can do it all day. I can feel my feelings all day, all week, all year. Shit. (laughs) So my problem in this is, is I can sometimes be turning my wheels in a circle and it's so funny because right as I was about to say that a car drove by like on the street that's probably about a hundred yards away from me but it's so loud that I can hear it and I'm wondering if it's picked up on this mic just funny timing um but no I feel like I'm turning my wheels and just like not really going anywhere but just feeling the feels and just thinking about the feels and processing the feels but not really knowing what to do with that or where to go with that okay drink something (laughs) okay (laughs) So, um, yeah, and I feel like that's kind of, it it kind of leads to this feeling of stuckness for me. 
this feeling of, okay, I've been feeling this, like, now what? Like, where can I go with this? It's almost this kind of antsy, antsy hesitancy. And what I've been uh, realizing more and more lately, and uh, doing this podcast has certainly been a factor in that, it's about turning these feelings, turning these thoughts, this existential intensity, this depth of feeling and turning that into something, creating something out of that. And that seems to be this step that I've kind of been missing and I've kind of been disregarding as this step to get those wheels on this firm cemented pavement so we can actually move forward and continue onto the next path, onto the next road. And uh, it's just been inspiring me a lot. And I would argue that creativity is this necessary part of this healing process and creating something out of this pain, something that other people can connect to, that other people can feel into, that you can be seen through, that you can be vulnerable through, that you can be strong through. Like, I think feeling the feelings is really, really important. And going there is absolutely a crucial part in the process. But then what do you do with that? What do you do when you're there? And how can you transmute that and turn that into something physical? And seeing something physical being created through these feelings, it gives these feelings a sense of purpose. Like, there's a point to feeling this way there's a point to going there there is um in a sense like a reward and I don't I don't really like using the term reward because I don't think we go there for the purpose of a reward I think we go there to go there in and of itself But it does seem that there is this beauty within that then can be funneled into the material world. And the mind kind of goes into these mental loops and these emotional loops if it's not channeled into the physical world almost. It's like seeing these things, these very ethereal and... uh, non-physical things these emotions these thoughts and seeing them in the real world it almost just gives it this recognition this acknowledgement and thereby this huge catharsis this release So that is why I'm titling this episode Creative Necessity. I think we need creativity. 
we need our we need to turn our feelings into something and what i really wanted to talk about also as somebody who didn't grow up being instantly creative or growing up in a creative family i didn't grow up with music lessons i didn't have any of this outlet growing up or coming naturally to me. Uh, so I didn't really think it was accessible to me. But that's <laughs> that's not fair. That's bullshit and that's a lie. Because it's accessible to everyone, whether you know what your medium is or not. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I guess I'll talk a little bit about what I like to do. I do like to paint and that's something I've taught in my taught myself as an adult and it's something that I'm very playful with. I don't really care if it turns out good or bad. I just like to express myself on a canvas with paint. I think paint is so much fun. I love getting paint all over my hands and I like how messy it is. I think it's a blast. And then I also really, really love doing these podcasts, and this is a new thing for me, and this is a a big part of why this idea was sparked for this episode, because it's turning so many feelings and so many thoughts I have, and it's a way for me to explore them. It's a way for me to, I can kind of put, piece these podcasts together in a way with a mix of stories with lessons I've learned, uh, exploring my own thoughts, my own beliefs. And I get to piece that together in a way that I really enjoy and I find to be really beautiful. Like it does feel like art for me. It does feel like a creation for me. And I love that. (laughs) So uh, that's been really inspiring. And then... uh, Another form of creativity that I guess I did grow up with this one a little bit more because I was really inspired to get into acting. I think I've talked about this before, but I was inspired to do it when I was like 12, 13, 14, 15, like that kind of range. And uh, then uh, I haven't done it in a really long time. But lately, I've been really interested in getting back into it. It's <laughs> it's so interesting because I was not interested in getting back into it at all from for like about 10 years. And then I went through some intense emotional things like a year ago. And I was like, wow, I really wish that I had acting. Like, I really wish that I could channel all of these emotions into 
acting. I wish I could channel and pull on my life experiences, tap into these things, put myself in somebody's shoes. If I had this way of thinking and I was growing up with these and these life experiences, how would I feel in this situation? And how can I channel my own feelings into this for this level of catharsis and creating something beautiful? And connecting with people and offering catharsis to them. Okay, drink some water. Yeah, so I've been thinking about getting back into that. And... uh, What I'm saying with this is that I really believe creativity can look like anything. And it can be different for everyone. It can be uh, taking Instagram pictures. It can be creating TikToks. It can be making a podcast. It can be creating a yoga flow. It can be uh, creating a meditation. It can be decorating your house. It can be literally anything. And uh, I think it, it can be challenging to tap into creativity. And for different people, for different reasons. For me, I think I had challenges wanting to explore this area because (laughs) for probably a lot of creative blocks in the sense of I didn't want to feel judged, be kind of a a perfectionist and I judge my own work. So not even not wanting to be judged by other people, but like not wanting my inner critic to judge me. Like if I painted something and I thought it was ugly, judging myself and being hard on myself because I didn't like the way the painting turned out. And that um, is not so strong within me anymore, but that used to be a really strong pattern of mine. And it's like, like even with these podcasts, it would be so easy for me to listen to these podcasts back and sit through them and listen to them and just judge myself the entire time and berate myself. (laughs) And I've gotten to this point where, yeah, there certainly still are some of those voices of judgment towards myself. You know, like, oh, like, I don't like the way that sounds. Like, this could be a little bit smoother. You're a little bit rambly here. You know, different different voices coming up, berating me for different things. And not even in, like, a giving myself feedback 
kind of way, just be mean to me. <laughs> like, just no matter what it looks like, no matter what it is, it's just wrong. So I think that's blocked me from creativity for a long time. And uh, I've worked through a lot of those voices, mostly just through doing it, noticing as the voices come up and doing my best to quiet them. And sometimes I can't quiet them. Sometimes they're really loud. But just knowing that this is <laughs> this is just me judging myself, right? This does, these are just thoughts. It doesn't mean that these thoughts are real. And something that I've taken a big point of when creating these podcasts is not having it being perfect and having it be really raw like that's what I want and that's what I intend for and that's my intention of it you know I I, even coming into it it's like I have let's say like six bullet points of things that I want to talk about and cover and different points that I want to hit but most of it is just me rambling and just me sharing my feelings and sharing my stories and being really vulnerable and raw and messy with it cuz <laughs> for many reasons i think it's fun <laughs> it's real and i think i think it's beautiful i really do and i i love doing it And I'm okay if it's not perfect. I'm okay if the quality of the sound isn't perfect. I'm okay if it is a little bit messy. I'm okay if even I get judgment from the outside world and there's people who don't like it. That that's okay. Like coming to this place of peace with all of this thought and all of this judgment and coming to this place of of confidence within what I have and sometimes that confidence is really strong and really loud and really I got this like <laughs> no matter what I've got this and sometimes that confidence is really quiet and soft but for me the confidence really shows up as this persistence as this, I can judge myself over and over again. Or I can get judgment from the outside world over and over again. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And to me, that's kind of the quiet confidence. And I talked a lot about that in the Temple of Apollo episode. So if you're curious about that, that would be a good episode to check out and how I kind of built that and how that developed. So that, that was a block for my creativity. And I think developing this confidence is something that really helped me to overcome the block. And the block still comes up. It's a lot quieter than it used to be. And on some days it's really quiet or not even existent. And on some days it's quite loud. And I know that that's a part of the process and that's actually really helpful for me to know that it's a part of the process because 
it makes it easier to keep going and to keep flowing. Yeah. I I really do think that that has been my biggest block to creativity. And I'm sure there's others. I think uh, like not being playful is kind of a block, but I think that stemmed from this perfectionist idea of things needing to be perfect because it it creates this rigidity if something needs to be perfect and creativity is not really possible with such strong rigidity and this needs to look like this and that needs to look like that and whatever because (laughs) I don't know it just doesn't work (laughs) I just I don't think it works because I think what is required for creativity is this play. It is this openness. It is this openness to trying new things. And when you try new things, you don't know how it's going to turn out. So how do you know if it's going to work out? How do you know if it's going to be perfect? So... Yeah... I think that one is just linked to like this lack of play this lack of openness this rigidity block was just linked to the previous block of like perfectionist and judgment towards myself and now I feel much more free to play and I think I'm getting more and more free to play I feel like I'm becoming freer and freer as time passes to play, to explore, to create in different kinds of ways. And that's something that is so cool to me. And I'm really excited about. Yeah. Okay. So... I'm going to drink some water. My mouth is very dry today. (laughs) Okay. So now that we talked about why we need to create, I also want to talk about why we need to consume creativity, why we need to consume art, why this aspect is a necessity. So f- I, for me, I think that the biggest thing that art has to offer us is connection. It's connection to other people, connecting that other people feel this intense way. Other people are going through these different feelings and these different emotions, but it helps us connect to ourselves. It makes us feel something and connect with something inside of ourselves. 
it gets us out of our narcissistic, heady bubbles of thought, 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 rigidity, 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 me, me, me. And it connects us to something deeper. It brings us from this place and it goes down our throats into our bodies. It grounds us and simultaneously lifts us up. Maybe it makes us feel uncomfortable. Maybe it makes us feel pain. Maybe it makes us feel joy. Makes us feel connected to one another. Makes us feel connected to ourselves. You ever cry when watching a movie? That's what I mean. It connects us to that pain that we know. We all know that pain. Whatever it is. Whether it's a mother losing a child. Or a heartbreak. Or war. We all know what that pain is. We all know what that feels like. It connects us with that depth. Makes us feel it. Makes us know that other people feel it. Why is that important? I... I don't know, like I can't, I can't put that into words, it just is, I feel like it's the most important thing. To connect with that depth, it makes everything real. It makes everything so much more beautiful. It makes it, as we walk down the street, we don't just see millions of faces. We see millions of souls. People who can feel as deeply as we can. People who have similar experiences and different ones. That's fucking beautiful. It's powerful. We need art. (laughs) We need art. We need to see people for who they are. We need to see the planet for what it is. We need to see ourselves for what we are. We need to connect to that. 
to this essence, to this soul, to this profoundness within each and every single one of us. And we need to see that in the eyes of the people that we come across, even the people we don't even share a word with and never will. We all have this profoundness. We all have this depth. And maybe we feel disconnected from that. Whether we feel disconnected from our own sense of depth or we feel disconnected and seeing that in other people. I think we live in a world where it's quite easy to disconnect from that. It's quite fucking easy. That's why we need art and we need to connect with art. Not mindlessly seeing something and just kind of letting it pass right on through and da 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 da. And it's so easy to do that because we're so inundated with information, with images. We're so highly stimulated. There's so many TV shows, there's so many movies. It's so easy for that to not sink into our bones, to sink into our cells. It's so easy for that to just kind of stop at the shallow level. But take a deep breath, relax, and receive that art. Receive it. Feel it. And know that that's the most beautiful thing in the world. that's a gift and on that note that is all that I have for today I hope that you have an amazing week. I will talk to you soon. Bye.